Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Friday, everybody. It is the last um, recording for this week with Betty Johan, and I'm Kim Hauer. It is September 17. We were just discussing how we have um, lost a week <laughs> of our month. It is now halfway through the month. For those of you that are listening on Friday the 17th, um, because we're recording early, so that's why this has to be done. Time is flying. <laughs> it is flying by. We are... Um, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Um, so on Fridays, we like to discuss how this experience was for you. And I'm going to open here with saying that I asked you for my first time <laughs> if you would do it. And you were busy. You had a lot going on that month. So it did not work. Correct. And um, for me, it was good to have a little bit of rejection first because, uh, you know, Hopefully I was kind with my rejection. You were very kind with your rejection. Um, but those things humble you. And that's yeah. good. That's good. Humility is good. Um, so I am grateful that you did accept my second request to join me here. Um, I know that is not something that you were excited about by any means. So if you could share how you feel this mm -hmm. whole week went. Yes. This has definitely been a step in obedience because... Um, I have resisted being a guest on the podcast for a long time. <laughs> from the beginning. And, from the beginning. And I have to say that um, it was because you asked me. <laughs> because we have a, a, a great relationship and we have been um, on a discipling journey together. And that's been very cool. So I knew that you and I could um, have a very easy conversation. So it has been fine. Um, it's something that you know, if you have any desire to be on the podcast, please volunteer <laughs> um, or say yes when somebody asks you to be. So um, it has been good. And I've appreciated spending time with you. And that's always fun. Yeah, I do love that part of it as well. And I'm very glad that you agreed to. And I know it's not everybody's thing to either partake or to listen. So yeah. um, I appreciate your obedience to join us. And uh, we get to know you a little bit more for those who don't know you here at VP very well. Um, they may come up to you now and say, Betty <laughs> Joe, I they need might. to know you more. Um, <laughs> I know when you and Anna were talking on the podcast, I had to text you one day and say, quit talking about me. You're going to get me in trouble because I just like, oh my goodness, this is like crazy. So, um, but yes, I'm glad to be here. Yes. Well, thank you very much. Um, so Friday, we also like to share if there were any themes and sometimes that doesn't make sense ahead of the scripture for the day, but, um, I think that it will tie in, but, um, did you sense any themes for the week in the scriptures that we've read? I think that the biggest theme that I saw was I think all of the scriptures talked about some kind of wisdom, mm -hmm. you know, what it meant to to follow Jesus and to be wise and how you lived in your relationships. And so I thought wisdom was a huge theme. And then also um, when you had situations in your life, your first response always needed to be pray about it, give it to God, ask for God to give you the help that you need. And so I think that those two things tie so hand in hand with each other about how you live life. 
mm-hmm. you know, so be obedient. And, you know, by being obedient, you just always turn everything over to God and um, follow his guidance and, you know, whatever he's telling you to do. So um, I think those are just two themes that I saw in most of the scriptures this week. Yeah. Um, I had kind of the same thing. Um, although one other word that kind of stood out to me was humility. And I feel like that actually kind of ties into the more I um, search scriptures and understand wisdom. There is this sense of humility, right? Like we are humbly seeking God correct, for that wisdom. Um, and so I think like humility, it almost goes hand in hand. Like it you're does. not going to get wisdom if you're not humble right. and seeking God right. uh, for that wisdom. So yeah. I thought that just kind of tied yeah. in. And if well. you truly understand who God is and who you are in him, then there can't be any pride in your, in who you are because it's all about right. God. So right. it's about being humble and accepting his amazing grace and not having any pride in who you are, but it's all about who God is. Right. Yeah. So. Viewing yourselves um, properly in Correct. light of who God is. <clears throat> So yeah, as we jump into Friday's reading, we have Mark 9, verse 30 to 37. And I will read that out of my um, New Living Translation. It uh, has a heading of Jesus again predicts his death. Leaving that region, they traveled through Galilee. Jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, but three days later he will rise from the dead. They didn't understand what he was saying, however, and they were afraid to ask him what he meant. Then it goes to say, The greatest in the kingdom. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them, taking the child in his arms. He said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. So what did you catch from this passage? Um, You know, it's always the one thing that we probably don't ever want to hear. But, you know, if you want to be first, you have to be last Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the servant of all. And so I think that's one of those hard concepts sometimes because we don't always like to put ourselves last. We don't like to be the servant of everybody. Um, but that's how God expects us to be. And it just brought me back. Um, the, the passage that jumped into my brain so fast at that point was Philippians 2, um, 5, verse 5 on. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself 
and became obedient to death, even the death on the cross. And so I just think God's definition of success is obedience and service. That's what, you know, so if Jesus is our perfect ex example of who we should be and as a follower of him, you know, that's who we should be then is, is a humble servant who um, just considers themselves nothing, you know, but yet what God gives them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. I like the tie-in from Philippians as well. It's a great um, passage. Actually, probably referring somewhat back to, you know, Jesus predicting his death and a resurrection. And um, I caught, like, the first thing that caught my attention is in the New Living Translation. Um, I like the way it worded it in verse 30 right away where it says, Jesus didn't want anyone to know he was there, for he wanted to spend more time with his disciples and teach them. I think that's such a cool picture of it. mm -hmm. It's sometimes hard to put ourselves in that place of Jesus and his disciples and how their life um, was lived out, right? What was it like to be with them at that time? And I think, well, to show the chosen, <laughs> um, I've become slightly addicted to as well. But I think it that's one of those things that makes it real. Like mm -hmm. you can put yourself in that place and time. And I just think I can envision, you know, them just walking along and, you know, they're going from place A to place B and it just as they're walking along, they're talking. Um, but Jesus was intentional about like taking maybe a different route mm -hmm. so that he wouldn't have distractions because at this point in time, he wanted to make sure he was with the disciples one-on-one, -on -one, you know, not, well, multiple of them, right? And, you know, just them so that he could teach them. You know, he wanted right. to spend time with them um, before he was going to leave. And I just thought that was a cool image of it's really what Jesus wants with us, is, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes just to get away from the distractions and he wants to spend time with me, you know, whatever that looks like. And um, for everybody, I think it's a little bit different, but he always wants to spend time with you, yeah. you know, and just teach you and give you that wisdom. Yeah. And, and yet the disciples are arguing about who's the greatest. <laughs> Right. So that might have been Jesus' intentions, but they weren't really dialed in at that point. No, no. And at one point, I think I wrote that in my notes, like, because it seems like the two are almost disconnected, the <laughs> first part and the second part of the passage. Um, but the first part, it ends with them saying they didn't understand what he was saying, however, and they were afraid to ask him what he meant. So when I stop there and pause, I think, okay, well, the rest of their journey must have been awkward silence. <laughs> Like they didn't dare ask him, what do you mean when he's talking about that he's going to be killed and yeah. rise again? Like I figured it was awkward silence. <laughs> but then once they get to their next destination, Jesus all along heard them arguing about arguing. who's going to be first. <laughs> and, you know, and he, and it calls attention to it. Right. Uh, I found like in my head, I'm envisioning that. Like once I realized that they had not been silent, um, but grumbling really amongst mm -hmm. each other. And I, sometimes I just had this picture of my, my kids, you know, sometimes as a family or whenever we're on the road going somewhere or whatever, and they're all in the back seat of the vehicle and, um, Dan and I are carrying on a conversation and they have their own conversation going on. And a lot of times <laughs> it is arguing, bickering, um, picking at each other, whatever. And I think 
All right. So I can envision myself as this parent, you know, quote unquote parent of these children and just listening sometimes to what it is that they're saying to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And albeit not always kind, sometimes there's kindness in there, but (laughs) a lot of times they're not always being kind to one another. And so they're arguing. Yeah. Um, Gives you insight to really what's going on. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And so like Jesus is walking along and they're arguing and he's listening. And then at the point where it's time to stop, he asks them, he calls them out. He says, well, you know, what were you discussing? Yeah. He knows he heard them just like I hear my kids saying Mm -hmm. what they're saying. Um, but it kind of goes timing approach and delivery at the point when they stop, he didn't stop them in the middle of their arguing. Correct. And say, all right, kids. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have this lesson now. It was at a point where, the timing was right. Yeah. And he uses a very teachable moment. I mean, he just, you know, sets him down and tells him what he has to say and then uses the child as a, as a, you know, a, a visual, you know, right. about this is how I expect you to follow me, you know, and to be close to me and to listen and be dependent. And yeah. so be like a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those aren't generally children aren't, you know, um, typically ones we look up to, right? Mm-hmm. They're just physical stature means we look down right at them because they're smaller than us typically. Um, but it just kind of has that, like we tend to put children in the, sure. in the back, right? You know? And back in that culture, children were definitely, more, yes. Right. Second class citizens. I mean, they just they right. weren't, weren't valued very much. Right. And so and again, so Jesus, Jesus values, you know, people. Yeah. Yeah. So. And children who are, um, just by nature, they've got to be a bit humble, right? Mm-hmm. Because their level in society is not high. Correct. So he uses them as that example. And yeah. I think how cool is that, that, you know, he exemplifies that child and says, here, this is what I want you to be like, have childlike faith, mm-hmm. you know, in previous passages. Um, but when you treat these children as I'm treating them, that's how, you're treating me like how you treat them is a reflection of how you right. are treating me, responding to me. Right. Um, and then also the father. Right. So it's kind yes. of a, a step. Correct. Yeah. And I, I just think it just shows, again, how we need to reflect who Jesus is in our lives. You know, we need to be those humble servants that people are drawn to so that, you know, we have opportunities to share our faith and to talk to people about it. Because if we're proud and barreling through life, you know, um, it's really hard to get close to people. So, you know, how do people look at me in, in my life? Do they see a humble servant or, you know, I mean, I just, I, I just want to always think about, you know, how would people describe me? You know, am I somebody who has to push to the front or is it somebody who, okay, I can take a last place here and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, just treat people with kindness and respect. Yeah. I think that's so important as a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think as I wrapped up kind of thinking of all the scriptures we've read and um, some of those themes that came through, um, the scripture that popped up in my head was, it goes back to the old gems. Mm -hmm. Um, It was covenants at the time when I was in there, but now it's gems. Um, But their scripture was from Micah 6, 8. And I feel like that is a, Cool scripture to wrap up with today. Sounds great. Um, And this is what it says in my version. 
And this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So there you have it, to do what is right based on the wisdom from God, to love mercy. Um, and that's really relating to how we relate to other people. Correct. Um, and then walk humbly, you know, and that um, is scripture that will never leave me because of my <laughs> upbringing in Calvinettes. But um, I feel like there's no truer words as to how we should live our lives um, going forward. I think that's true. That's a great word. Awesome. So uh, we just wrapped up our week of September, um, middle of the month. We're winding down after this. So thanks for spending time with us. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, next week, you will be hearing from Tom and Pete Vanderwall. So welcome back to that next week. And we will see you around at church. We'll Have a great you. weekend. See you. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.